sativa podcast i'm your host canvas sativa if you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast feel free to email me at iamcanvassativa at gmail.com feel free to hit me up on instagram at iamcanvassativa feel free to check out our official twitter account at ic sativa podcast you can also check out and subscribe to our podcast on anchor fm itunes Stitcher, the Google Play Music Store, Pocket Casts, and other platforms like it. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs and spread this project throughout the United States and hopefully the entire planet. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We plan on doing big Things with our humble little projects, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, doing on-field, and doing on-field work. By supporting us, it helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, and equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. In case you guys were living under a rock... Um, that was from the late, great Patrice O'Neill. He's one of my favorite comedians of all time, and, um, he's, he's, he's part of what motivated me to want to do podcasting in general, and, and want to start a podcast and sort of have a, uh, project like this, you know, I, I've always, like, you know, I, I mean, I, like he's just so hilarious and um i mean i i would never have watched or listened to any o and a if he was never there like i i i haven't listened to episodes without patrice in it because anthony is just so he's such a intolerable d-bag by himself intolerable racist d-bag by himself but um but, but yeah, I mean, I, I put that laugh there because he has, like, one of the best laughs ever. And, and I don't care, I, I really don't care if you don't ca- if you don't like it or you didn't like me putting that as a cold 30-some or 40-some second cold open. You know what? Deal with it. But, um, but the reason why I did that was because I came across something so preposterous and so nuts that I had to, I had, I had to, I had to do a story on this. Like, it's just, it's, it's so laughably nuts and absurd that, you know, you just can't help but to, but to, but to say something about it. And, um, so, so Idaho apparently is claiming that, um, that, that people are leaving Washington state and Oregon and are coming to Idaho because cannabis legalization in, in the western states 
Oregon, Oregon, um, Washington, and California has run amok, according to the governor of, of, of Idaho. And Idaho is one of the only states that's authoritarian. It's a very, it's a very authoritarian state. I think they're, I think it's them, South Dakota, and like, I think Nebraska, that, you know, that weed is like, there are very still very very strict and draconian penalties on cannabis, and um, if you've ever listened to Russ Belville's work, um, the marijuana agenda, he's from Idaho, so and he's he's talked about about the reefer madness that has been plaguing Idaho, and um, he currently he's currently in like Portland, Oregon now, but um, I'm guessing reefer. I mean, I don't know his life story in depth. But I'm guessing that um, the reefer madness of Idaho and the, the authoritarianism of Idaho um, didn't want to make him stay in that state and um, contribute to, to, to the state as a native-born person there. You know, if, if, if Massachusetts had the backwards, still had backwards laws, I don't think I would, I don't think I'd be here long-term either. I would, you know, even if I had to be homeless for a few years and had to starve like if if i had to live in a state in a non-legal state if i think of it now i'd rather i'd rather be homeless in a non-legal state if i'm to be honest until i find firm footing in a job or get myself get myself on a firm footing in in that new legal state i'd ra- I'd much rather do that than live a life that isn't for me and that's taking pharmaceuticals that don't work but um, I'm going to read this ridiculous article. It's from um, MarijuanaTimes.org. Um, might give my commentary on it. I might not. But I, I, I think the ridiculousness of it speaks for itself. So I, I might just read it and then end the episode. It's just it's so absurdly ridiculous. Like, who's who's clamoring to move to Idaho? Like, a far right-wing state with like the 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 that wants to throw you in jail for small amounts of cannabis like i'd I'd much rather move to like arizona i mean arizona is still a red state but you know there's there are a lot of major urban areas and there's a lot of culture and there's a lot of good stuff to be had there are liberal pockets of arizona that i can that mr sativa could see himself living in but idaho like maybe besides like the college town or whatever or Idaho State or Boise State or whatever, I mean I I would imagine there are very very little liberal pockets of any in Idaho, you know. So I'm gonna read the article. I don't I don't really think I'm gonna give commentary on the fly on it because it's just it's it's, it's so absurd that this Republican is 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 so delusional about about marijuana being a failure in other states. It's so it's so nuts. I'm not even going to d- dignify it with a response, but 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 tr- Patrice's laughter. So let's read the article and close up the episode. Idaho Governor Brad Little kicked off his Capital for a Day tour recently in his hometown of Emmett, Idaho, and he made some rather interesting statements about cannabis during it. Of course, the 65-year-old Republican governor and boomer is against is is against marijuana legalization is not news in of of itself and as he pointed out if the people of idaho were looking forward to legalization they elected the wrong guy's governor Ooh, way to wait again the will of the people so even 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 your people if your people 
because Idaho, believe it or not, is a ballot initiative state. And um, they are trying to make, a- the, and the Republicans, the authoritarian Republicans, are trying to make efforts to make um, ballot initiatives harder to, to get on the ballot and harder to, to, to put forth because there are activists. Um, I think Russ Velbel's dad, um, who, who's trying to make medical marijuana legal in Idaho, but now they're trying. Now they're trying. Now they're trying to take their ball and go home because now even their conservative population is 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 losing their appetite for for prohibition. But this reefer madness guy, in, in in a state that doesn't have any minorities to begin with, and minorities probably wouldn't even want to really live in Idaho. I know I wouldn't, as a minority. Um. I mean, it's just so delusional that he that 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 they're going to stomp on on the will of the people, and they're going to keep being an island of prohibition when other states have legalized. It's just it's it's nuts. It's absurd, and it's it's nuts and absurd when you see the winds changing in your state to try to change the rules. It's like when Republicans don't get what they want, they have to. You know they have to sort of change. They have to. They have to gerrymander. They have to. They have to make strict voter ID so black and brown people don't vote Democrat and vote their asses on the unemployment line. You know, so this is just another version of that in, in Idaho. I don't know. If, I don't know if the Idaho legislator legislature has succeeded in this goal, but they are trying to do it. With with looming medical being on the ballot, poise poise to be on the ballot pretty soon. So let me let me finish. But this but this paragraph about midway through a piece in the Idaho press is rather eye-catching. Little said he's hearing from both individuals and business that they're moving to Idaho to avoid the legal recreational marijuana that's become the norm in other states. It, one that's probably a small fringe self-selected group. You know this. You know this guy is against cannabis, so he's looking for other people against cannabis to reaffirm his point. But in mass, just because I mean, in mass, Idaho, no, in mass, Washington, Oregon, California, with Washington and Oregon having it, having had it legal for a couple of years, I don't see them putting it on the ballot again to make it illegal again. I don't see any. I don't hear any news of that at all. None. Zero. There's no news. There's no news of that. No state that has legalized cannabis has regretted it. Colorado, they're they're not, they're not they're not pumping the brakes anytime soon. In fact, Governor Polis of Colorado is poised to sign a, sign a uh, social consumption bill to allow social consumption in Colorado and I think um, uh, delivery as well too. So the the experiment is continuing to expand in Colorado. No state has regretted it yet. None. <laughs> really? Really, people and businesses are leaving states like Colorado and Oregon and Washington and coming to Idaho to get away from legalization? It seems rude to call the governor of Idaho a liar. So let's say I'd be really interested in seeing a shred of proof for this claim. It seems to it, it reminds me of a tactic some use on social media, mostly Twitter. It seems where instead of presenting their their very woke on a hot taker issue in a straightforward manner, some will will instead pose the thought in the form of a question from their young child. 
This this phenomenon is so true. It's so true. Like I feel like a lot of people on social media, like they will, like they will use like their young like under twelve year old kids to be proxies for their it issues. Like they're, I don't know. Like they're sort of indoctrinating them, and they're kind of using them to show. They're kind of using their kids as props to show how woke they are. I see this all the time on social media. I saw like a a tweet, uh, um, like the other day about this, like almost exactly letter for letter, you know, but, um, it's some, and, and I'm, I'm a progressive by the way. And I see, I see people, I see a lot of people across the spectrum, even progressives pulling this BS, you know, it's just posturing. And I just, I, it's just so icky and, and, and like, just do a good thing. And, and you don't need to, broadcast to Twitter and in the world how woke you are. Just do the right thing. Just do the right thing. Doing the right thing and expecting approval for it is not doing the right thing. It's it's you're just doing something for validation and for brownie points. And people can see right through that. So let me let me finish saying let me finish the what he was saying. Some will instead pose a thought in the form of a question from their young child. Something along the lines of, my eight-year-old was just asked why President Trump obstructed justice in the Mueller investigation. Or why does President Orange Man have to hide daddy literally shaking? Governor Little probably realizes that simply being against marijuana legalization isn't as cool as it once was, i.e. the 1980s. So he has to jazz it up a bit, to, a bit by trying to show he has support for refugees... That he has support from refugees flooding in from states that have adult use legalization. But why would someone pack up and leave a state simply because of marijuana legalization? Marijuana use was rampant in the state before legalization. So is it the stories that they object to? Are they incest that people are being employed growing and transporting and selling marijuana that they that they will uproot their entire family and or business to move to a state, no offense, like Idaho. Love these zingers by this author. I'm obviously biased when it comes to the issue, so maybe there's something I'm missing. Or, in what seems like the most likely scenario, did the governor just make something up? And to be fair, maybe one, per one person said this to him during a conversation. Maybe a pot shop opened a block away and they just couldn't take the traffic from the thriving, the, the thriving business brought. So they moved to Idaho, met the governor, and told him about it. Then the governor just extrapolated that one person into plural persons and businesses because marijuana is so evil and there has to be more. But he hasn't heard from them yet. Overall, things like this are signs of desperation. Idaho is surrounded by states that are taking various paths to marijuana reform, and it scares the governor. What's, what's a little fib here and there when it comes to halting the scourge of the devil's lettuce? End of article. And the author of the article is Joe Clare. I love his podcast. I listen, I listen to his video podcast, The Marijuana Times. He's pretty good. He's, I, like, I like his brand of snarkiness, like, um, much like a Kyle Kalinske from Secular Talk. He... Like some people, some people are snarky and sarcastic and it gets on my nerves because they're like, and I, and like, I've said this in a previous episode, I think in the talking smack episode, when you, when you're snarky and sarcastic and you're punching down, 
I, I, I tend to have contempt for you and I tend to just tune you out. Like, even if I like everything else you're saying, like, I, I don't like people that punch down. It's like that old saying you hear when you, when you were, you, it's like that old saying that, um, that, um, is parroted in childhood cartoons or just like, just when like a bully or just when a bully's picking on a younger person and, or, or a smaller person, and then that smaller person says, pick on someone your own size. I don't like when people, I don't, I don't like when people punch down and, um, and, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of why I love, um, marijuana times. He doesn't really punch down. Like you, you're in on the joke. Like, like, um, when you watch secular talk, you know, you're in on the people who you're in on the joke and you're, you're in on the, the inside joke of, 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 of punching, of punching up and not down. That's what I like. That's the humor, the kind of humor I like in a nutshell. But yeah, I mean, love is podcasts. Um, I mean, the only other thing I would add is um, this, like, like I've said in so many episodes, I'm going to continue to say marijuana, even to governors this opposed like this guy, the issue isn't the marijuana. It's the people that it's the perceived users of marijuana. I'm going to guess that Idaho is a predominantly homogenous and white state. And this guy wants to signal to voters that that I'm not going to legalize marijuana and, and, and make the state a tourist haven and make the state bring in more diverse people of, of different backgrounds. You know, I'm going to continue to I'm going to continue to wage this drug war, which has been none more than a war on black and brown people. I'm going to continue to wage this war. On, on, on black and brown people and, and Jews and, and, and leftists and, and blue hair feminists and social justice warriors. I'm going to flex on how much I don't like those groups. So I'm going to use marijuana as a, a culture war posturing issue. And that's what this governor is doing. So name and shame Brad Little. You suck. And um, hopefully the people of Idaho defy you and put medical marijuana or even adult use in the ballot. And hopefully your legislature is able to do nothing about it. Peace.